0: Storygram Network.
1: Community Center, coming at ya. As I said, we got a ton of summer classes. We have a really cool event coming up too on June. Oh, Yeah, Cubani Jazz Project is a wonderful group Down in the East Bay, I believe And it's on June 22nd here on the back patio It's part of our summer series, a live music summer series
0: Oh, so it's one of those events uh, that we set funding Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah So so please help
0: us out I mean, the tickets are super cheap, you know Yeah, they're affordable
1: You can come and you can bring your chairs Unfortunately, I just checked with MC, Mary Catherine and you cannot bring your own wine, but we will have some food here. I think yep. we're going to have some tacos. So we're going to have ending. some
0: tacos and some uh, corn on the cob Mexican style.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. So and we'll have drinks available. And then there's VIP experience. Yep, and VIP. this is fantastic. You'll you'll come a little early into the secret garden. And there may even be a salsa lesson. Oh, Shout out.
0: is it a salsa like a picante salsa or like you a no? You know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, some dancing, I'm, I'm down oh, to dancing okay.
1: but this yeah, is gonna be fun for so all ages, all groups. Awesome. So, anyway, community- community. Kibani Jazz Project I really butchered that one is June 22nd here. <laughs> yes. That's the first of our summer series, and then we'll have another one, possibly a local country situation Oof. happening in August.
0: Whoa, nice! That's nice.
1: Yeah, it, oh. And Valley of the Moon Music They have a festival, right? Oh, Classical year, music and it's amazing And they, last year, did a free concert here for the kids So yeah. the free concert will be here for the kids It is as well in June And along with everything else You're going to start exploring On the Sonoma Community Center
0: Wow You
1: like that? So many things Good I thing I'm it. not singing in the summer series I'm going to need some What is
0: the tune for us?
1: No <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Gerardo. How are you?
0: Pretty good. Hey, you know about the subscription? How does it work?
1: That's a good question. So, subscription to the Sonoma Community Center podcast means really no commitment on your side. What came up, I was thinking about this a long time ago, is people typically tend to think that a subscription means that you have to pay for something or we're capturing an email or information like that. But that's simply not the case.
0: So, you mean I can just click it and... Just watch your videos and I don't have to pay any money
1: And You don't have to pay any money Subscribing wow. merely means that when the next time we have an episode It will pop up wherever you're listening to episodes Be it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube And what that means is it really just supports us And lets us know that we have listeners out there Besides just downloading the podcast so- And it's
0: just not subscribing, it's also liking it, right?
1: liking it but really that subscribe button means that we know that there's listeners out there perfect i don't know if you've had this but i have people that come up to me and say hey i listen to it
0: i do i do but translating
1: that into the subscribe button means that you're supporting the community center podcast the artists and everybody that comes through here and shares their story that we are always excited to share about
0: well You guys are listening. Subscribe, please. Yep. Make our life easier. (laughs) And we want to become popular. Famous.
1: All right. (laughs) Subscribe away. Hello, we are the Sonoma Community Center Podcast, a place of creativity, connection, and community. We highlight the artists, teachers, and the community that come through the doors of our historic brick building, often called the heart of Sonoma. We share local tips and shout-outs to our home, Sonoma Valley. And we are your host, Molly Spencer.
0: And Díaz.
1: We are the engagement team of the Sonoma Community Center. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Hello, hello. This is Molly Spencer at the Sonoma Community Center.
0: And this is Gerardo Diaz.
1: Hello, Gerardo. Here we are.
0: Yeah, Molly, it's been a while. It feels like we haven't done one in a while. We
1: did do one. I know. With old Takeshi over here, he <laughs> We put him back behind the mic. It you know was what? So, it was I got, so good. I, I got
0: beef with Takashi though. You know what he told me today? He came in the office and he's like, hey, you know what I do to make my Mexican food taste better? I'm like, well, he's going to add like a salsa or something. He's like, yeah, I have this seasoning, this taco seasoning that I use. What? Let me You're guess. You're killing me.
1: Taco Bell's salsa. Soy sauce? Costco. I know. Oh. It
0: was terrible. He was laughing. I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't trust your, your taste buds anymore, man.
1: I think he likes you to know? rile them up. Rile them up. <laughs> well, here it is in June. And we'll get around to food because we always do, right? We always go into that tangent because it's delicious. But we're so excited. Today we're kicking off June. And by the time you hear this it'll be well into June. But we have a special guest here today, Gary Saperstein. Woohoo.
2: if you don't know gary
1: and i definitely don't know a lot of people that don't know gary but you know maybe you're just listening into the community center podcast and we thank you for that subscribe review let us know you're listening so we can keep on doing this wonderful madness and interviewing all the people that come through the center in one way or another
0: Fantastic. And remember, it doesn't cost you anything to hit that button. It doesn't cost button. you
1: anything. It, and it doesn't mean we capture anything either. We just know that we have friends out there that listen.
2: <laughs> somewhere out there. Somewhere. Uh, somebody's listening somewhere.
1: I know. So, Gary Saperstein, you're kind of a local icon. Oh, my
2: God. An icon. I know. Wow. I'm going
1: to start it off now, icon. I know you are the owner and operator of Out in the Vineyard, yes. which is an experimental wine tour and events company for the LGBTQ. director of development of Face to Face, which is a very important nonprofit with the mission, of course, of yes. bringing care and prevention and testing to HIV in Sonoma County with a huge mission of wiping it out. Which it, I, it,
2: it is. It I is. is. They're, they're recognizing 40 years of trying to do that now. So. I know. 40 years. 90, they started kinda... in 1983 in Guernville, Russian River at that time when, uh, you know, young gay men from San Francisco left the city to literally die. Yes. And they went up wow. to the Russian River area, Gurrenville, and sort of settled there. And it was a group of women. Thank- yes. Fortunately, that's all that there was a need to help these young gay men die with dignity.
0: It's sad what you're saying, but just dying in Gurrenville, though, it's beautiful out there, though.
2: Yeah. And that place is a beautiful place. And that, right, peace and serenity out there in the redwoods. It's absolutely stunning. And yeah. So, I mean, it was a very sad and tragic time. But so here, face to face, is literally 40 years later, still doing the work. I can't wow. believe
1: it. And it's so important that you continue that momentum up because it's one thing to start organizations, but to continue on support, especially through care, it's, it's still out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it still, is. It's, it's and, and I want, since you
2: brought it up, I <laughs> yeah. will tell you because it's really important because, you know, we especially here in more rural areas, we don't read about HIV anymore. You don't right. really yeah. hear about it. People aren't really talking about it, which there's pro and con about that, but it's still out there and in fact, unfortunately, the bad news I have to report is that HIV cases are on the rise in Sonoma County. They've actually doubled since
0: 2019. Since wow. COVID, the oh, is that right? Is, so I was just it's going in the wrong you, direction. right the rate before when it started? How many people were? Well, you know, it, it was it was 19 people. 19. 19 in
2: 2019, oh. there were 19 new infection cases. rates, okay. and now that's more than doubled. Yeah. Since then,
1: definitely have some friends living with it, and it's a constant. Right. Constant for, care. For, fortunately, yeah.
2: you know, it's people can live a long, healthy life, but you do have to take medication every single day, and there can be complications. Why is it that we're not hearing about this, though? Why? Why aren't people writing about it? It's challenging. I tell you, I, you you know what it is? It's not sexy. Yeah. You know, talking about HIV is not like talking about, and this is, isn't meant as a put down to anything, you know, it's not like talking about the work that the Boys and Girls Club does or yeah. what lose does, the Mentoring okay. Alliance, and all these sure. gr- amazing organizations that are needed. So it's so taken a back burner because for so long now, um, more than a decade, people aren't really talking about it. Anymore, and people aren't really writing about it, especially in these
0: areas. I do see, though, when I'm watching TV, I do see a lot of commercials, though, for medicine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You do. I, there I, there I, is, I there do. is, you know. I do, do see, see it see more often though. I, I
2: see it more often now. Yeah. So, I mean, it's know. great that those commercials are there because we need them to be out there. But like if you live in San Francisco, they have LGBT publications there yeah. that write about, you know, what's going on with HIV, the latest care, the latest kind of medications there that, that may be. It's on billboards. It's at the bus stops, you know, poster boards. So we don't have any of that here. So it's definitely taken a back seat.
1: It is. I see that a lot. You see it, especially in its area for <laughs> Sonoma County, even Sonoma Valley. It's a real condensed place with a lot of competing local nonprofits.
2: <laughs> yes, that is very so, true.
1: <laughs> and it makes it rough, especially if you're an established one. if it's just not like all of a sudden, not the most popular conversation, you know, they, right? as yeah. you said, they always go to kind of what's the hot thing, but it's so important that it's still out there. Yeah. Right. Thank no, you so and much. Face-to-Faces and and is awesome And the thing the face to faces
2: that Face-to-Faces does, they've evolved though through yeah. the years that's made them really relevant still. And now their biggest push is actually in the work of harm reduction. Yes. And it's amazing what they do out of this small building in Second Street in Santa Rosa. And I will again give you a number because statistics, statistics
1: I always have a hard time right, with that word. Right. Hard too. hard to say that word. Statistics, <laughs> you know,
2: say everything, they tell you Mexican, the story. I even pronounce but it. I will tell you that last year alone we exchanged 815,000 Syringes out of the offices. Wow, that's people who are using. Yeah, for a number of reasons. Um, most of it are, of course, drug related do you, yeah, and Do you find that maybe addiction. the cases
1: are through really drug using?
2: It's that's, a combination. It's okay. it, it is yeah. a combination. It is also you know young people. Yeah, because the youth of today's generation hasn't really learned about HIV. They, they have, but they've the, what they've learned is that oh, You can take a pill and you're fine, yeah, yeah, and that's not that's how not really, that's yeah. not how, really how is that how you really want to live your life? But they didn't go through what
0: I went through. Do they still yeah. teach that in, in schools?
1: They do, um, um
0: I'm, you know, not, asking, not okay, Florida, yeah. When I was in high school, they used to teach they, us all about and tell us, you know, like, they oh, this is just safe, a pretty you know,
1: comprehensive. So. My daughters in a, yeah. in a grade seventh grade, oh, good. I'm and I am so, so thankful because they really did a very comprehensive of what they were going to teach. And HIV was a big part of it, oh, as well as transmitted diseases. It should be, and, you know, and
2: information a whole like that. Absolutely, thing they have because to cover, it can, it can you know? be a matter of life and yeah. death. Yeah, and it is about your health. I mean, thank God it's not where it was. Yeah. You know, back yeah. in the eighties and nineties. I grew up um, in the eighties
1: where it was, and this is kind of probably yeah. after your generation, but. I was right in high school. So you we're scared.
2: Right. We were yeah. scared. It, was, it was you so it, lived it in made fear me have in those. Good days. For
1: years, we know? lived in
2: as a gay man. Yes. yes, we lived in fear. I mean, I remember literally I was living in New York at the time mm-hmm. and I remember like every time if you saw a even if it was a black and blue mark, you thought, yeah. oh, is that, carousal, is that a coma Or is that like, you know, you always would like sort of checking yourself out, or if you got sick, you would think like Oh my, oh, my God. Or exactly. you know, when you went to go get tested, and in those days when you went to go to get tested, like today, you can find out in 20 minutes and get results. Those days, it wasn't 20 minutes. No. You had to wait. God, I can't remember. But I mean, like the week or whatever it was. So you would go take an HIV test, and you had to wait and go back.
0: And then I'm, I'm pretty sure back in that time, there weren't a lot of help for hiv or the government no, wasn't helping was, at was, all there was there so. was no
2: i mean for a long time of course we even had at that time reagan was the president and he couldn't even say the word <laughs> yeah it wasn't until wow. hundreds of thousands of young men died. basically died the government started recognizing and acknowledging what was going on wow you know at the beginning nobody cared gay men are dying you know? I
1: agree. I think if anyone's tuning into this and you're younger and you're unaware, where can you find? Because there's really good documentaries out there. There's really good movies and there's really there good are, places There are. We Are Here story, is a great documentary.
2: You know? And you can go on the face-to-face website, which is F2F2, the number, F2F.org. Mm-hmm. And, you know, really there's a lot of information there. A lot yes. of information. And if it's something you're concerned about, you can even call face-to-face. Um, you can go in there. All the services are free. So they do awesome. HIV testing. They prescribe PrEP. There's prevention and care services. And I mean, in addition to the harm reduction program. So and all the services are free.
1: Fantastic. So
2: they really do. That. And the people <laughs> who work there are so passionate. They're an amazing, amazing group of people. I've never worked with people who are so passionate about the work.
1: I love that. I love it. I'm glad we kicked that off right now, right off the bat. We that's did. such important. <laughs> that's the whole point. And now speaking of well, shall I say it? I hate to say it, but sexy organizations.
2: Sexy. Let's talk a little
1: bit about out in the vineyard because okay. this is the fun part of what you're chewing. Wow, you guys have been going strong. I read like 15 years.
2: It is this year. You know, I didn't even realize it. I think it was LinkedIn reminded me That's, that it was 15 years. They reminded years. me too, Gary. I was like, what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so how did it start? It's evolved into these kind of amazing mm-hmm. big events. Yeah. And, you know, you have Gay Wyatt coming up here, what, two weeks?
2: No, oh, no, no, no. Don't scare me like that. No, oh, it's like five, six month? weeks away. It's July 14th through the 16th okay, is right, Gay okay. Wyatt weekend this year. Out in the Vineyard... Started back in it was like two thousand eight, mm-hmm. and it really was. You know, I was in the restaurant industry. I was the sort of the face of the general manager the Girl in the Fig. Yeah, little that little restaurant here on the we're square. We're gonna go down there because <laughs> you, know. you guys
1: have restaurant. When was it you were working about?
2: there? I opened the restaurant with Sandra and John when she moved it to Sonoma, which is what yours at. I can't remember oh, that far know. back, and I was there for ten years. Oh,
0: nice. I worked at the General's Daughter in the nineties.
2: Oh yeah Oh my god <laughs> We love the General's Daughter You guys were
1: all In my restaurant I it's just so hung out at the restaurants I so sad
0: To go by there
2: now It's so sad It was know. so lively And uh, good It was nice and So community Yeah and so We sad. love that place So sad now
1: Well you guys were Definitely in my corner I go, <laughs> go see Matt Schweiger Right down there Then I go yeah, see Joe Hershaft nah, over You know yeah, yeah. All the people running the fun restaurants. Yeah. So.
0: Oh Maddie, God. Maddie, I miss that guy. I
1: know, he's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Maddie was in great. South Carolina. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so anyway, what was I saying? We, right, um, it Was, was that yeah. right? We could talk about food forever. We and, will, we'll go back there. Okay, we we'll still. go there. <laughs> was that at the time, what I kept on seeing throughout the years, all my years at the Girl on the Fig, was that I was seeing the growth of the LGBT community in Sonoma County I mean, it was just, you know, people buying second homes or retiring up here or just buying a first home up here. And at the same time, seeing the growth of LGBT tourism. Yeah. Because they would all come into the restaurant. And I started to think. I remember having conversations with friends about, isn't it so odd that I feel like no one's talking to us up here, though? Uh No one's advertising. No one's really trying to talk to the gay community up here. And you have, you know, as I would say, Mecca is, you know, an hour south of the Castro, you know, where everybody comes from all over, every gay person from all over the world makes a pilgrimage to Castro at some (laughs) point in their life, (laughs) you know? and, and 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 we're like, you know, we're just an hour away. But no yeah. traffic forty five minutes, yeah, and so I didn't understand <laughs> so I didn't understand Those were days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it was really that it was not understanding why, and so that was the impetus to start thinking about, hmm,
1: let's do something
2: let's do something about that, and what if there was some gay event up here, and so at that time, we had like three weeks to throw a bash. But It was Behringer sort of came out and talk, and said they wanted to do something. And so we came up with this idea of doing a tea dance and called it the Twilight Tea Dance. And they were like, we'll never forget this. They were like, oh, that's great. Let's do that. Let's do that. What's a tea dance? <laughs> and so we sort of had to go back to Gay 101 and explain to them what a tea dance was. And 300 people showed up.
0: What's a tea dance?
2: Thank, Thank you. you. There you go. <laughs> Good cue. <laughs> A tea dance is its actually, the gay community sort of cornered this title, this name called the Tea Dance, based sort of... Of English tea, you know, English tea happens at like, you know, three, four five in the afternoon, you know, very civilized, drinking hot tea and little <laughs> sandwiches and everything like that. And somewhere in the 60s and 70s, the gay community took hold of that and started calling their, basically, most of the time is then it was at weekends, Saturdays and Sundays, mostly Sunday calling it a tea dance, not T-E-A, just tea hyphen dance. Nice. And sort of the tea was alcohol. And instead of really food, there was music, DJ, and it became huge. And it was always on the weekends, there were tea dances. Wow. And so we sort of took that and decided to bring that here to out in the vineyard. So we did the Twilight Tea Dance at Behringer and 300 people showed up. And, and so, now how
1: many people do you usually have come to?
2: Now we have about 700 people yeah. attend Gay Wine Weekend. So we did the tea dance for about three years in a row. And then people were like, there were so many people who started saying like, oh, well, we're going to come up for the weekend. Where should we go? Where should we dine? Where should we stay? And that was the impetus. Then hmm, maybe we got something here. And so started doing the three-day weekend back in 2011 or was it 2012, one of those years. And it really just took off and it's become national because that that event, even though I I love locals to attend all night events, of course, because I love community. But the focus is to bring people to wine country and have them experience Sonoma. And the lifestyle of it, and just the great food and wine, yeah. and, that, and the just the beautiful for vistas. You were you at the
1: Visitors Bureau for a bit too?
2: I was. Yes. I looked at that.
1: Yeah, you know, clearly LinkedIn was a place to go to find yes, a little dirt on yes. you. I had no idea. Yeah, I, mean, well, I knew you were the- everywhere, but.
2: During my time at The Girl in the Fig, yeah. I was both on the uh, Sonoma County Tourism Bureau Board for yeah. a few years and Sonoma Valley Visitors Bureau Board okay. and very involved. I was the president of the board for a number of years and even was the interim executive director for... A, That's
1: what I saw, yeah.
2: Six months, maybe it was. Yeah.
1: Well, that so, seems yeah, very like involved. the boom era, really, when the Visitors Bureau grew. Yeah,
2: it It seems was. like, because
1: I saw it go from kind of the small little thing yeah. to like, Okay, now we have this amazing amount of following on Instagram and
2: just like. Yeah, you know, we did. You know, know? we we had an amazing board. Yeah. But more than that, we had an amazing leader and the executive director, Wendy Peterson, at that time really did an amazing job as the executive director and really helped grow the organization and its presence here in Sonoma Valley. And I think even helping put Sonoma Valley on the map more, you know, where it wasn't just all about Napa. It helped put Sonoma Valley on the map.
1: Exactly. Definitely more accessible. I mean, I grew up here for a while. Yeah. I and, it's, Sonoma and, it's it's an, and it's in good hands. You know? It's good hands
2: now under Tim's honor. Oh, Tim's
1: amazing. Tim's
2: a great guy. <laughs> so- Great. A little dull. He needs personality, oh, yeah. don't totally. you think? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I like, like goals and podcasting. <laughs> mm, right. yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It was sort of like the heyday back then. We did the Olive Festival. That was amazing. <laughs> yes.
1: How fun! Yeah. So you have been everywhere You're right. in Sonoma. All right.
2: I get around. It, I get around. You really are. It's like where's Waldo? <laughs> Wait,
1: I went. <worked>, I <laughs> saw <laughs> you on Thursday night, right? And sure enough, it's been a week and a half, and you pull together. The first ever really dedication to Pride down there. That was very cool. That was very cool to happen happen
2: in this town. I can't
1: believe it hasn't happened before. I know, you know.
2: I've been slow. I'm very slow. Uh, (laughs) um, But something that I've wanted to happen, and it's one of those things that, you know. Yes, being busy, it's sort of like I. Got about for 10 years now, the city's flown the pride flag over City Hall. Is I got them do that like 10 yeah. years ago and actually with the help of Kathleen Hill.
1: Yeah.
2: And yeah, she was sort of the impetus. She actually gave me the idea. Good, Kathleen. And yes, kudos to her for that. Yes. And then the pride banners that adorn the square for the month of June. Yes. You know, that came, this is the fourth year of the pride banners. You also
1: designed those, right?
2: They are my friend, Matthew Long, who lives here in town, is a great graphic designer. And I said to Matt one day, we need pride banners on the square. We need to have that happen. I don't know why, but the month of June, that would be so great. That To really let everybody who comes to town see that this I town is them. accepting and open and about diversity.
0: Does it Sonoma, like I gay people here like, as well as other yeah. little towns?
2: Yeah, you know, you so? I, I do. I, I will tell you, you know, coming from New York... Mm-hmm. You know, I was very concerned when I moved here 27 years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was really concerned about it because I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to this small town, leaving New York, which is, the well again, one of the epicenters of gay culture and lifestyle. And I was nervous about that. But I will tell you a little story. What happened when I first moved out here, we went to go shopping with for a bed in Santa Rosa, and it was my partner at the time and the woman, and it was, a, you know, probably a... 55 to 65-year-old woman who was, who was helping us. And so we're looking at this one bed and talking about it. And she just goes, well, lie down on it, guys, like you do at home and see how it feels. <laughs> yeah. And I was okay. like, and that," I went, okay. Yes. I think we're going to be okay here.
0: <laughs> I get a question yes. because... I know the Latino community, you know, there's gay people there, but they're more yeah. conservative and they yes, don't like to definitely. come out a lot because of what their parents would yeah, say. Yeah, it's How, very Do you hard. see that too? Like absolutely, in your, absolutely.
2: Yeah. I've been to the GSA, the Gay Straight Alliance, which is actually now called the Gender Sexual Awareness Club, not um, Gay Straight Alliance anymore. But the first time I went there, sitting and listening and... Most of the people who raised their hand when they said, "You know, who's out to their family and everything yeah. like that," mostly of the people in the class, the Latino community, have, yeah. did not. Because raise I, their
0: hand. I had, I have a friend who um, he was gay. He told us he was gay from the get go, but he <laughs> couldn't tell his dad. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's his mom it's knew. his mom difficult. knew. His dad died. He came out really quick.
2: Yeah, it was a hap- yeah, yeah, it was yeah. the
0: saddest and happiest day of his of
2: life. Life, yeah, yeah. I mean, the truth is, I mean, yes, it it is very difficult. I think in the Latino community because there is that the machismo part to it, especially for the fathers, especially yes. for the fathers. Yes. but you know, it, even going back to my day of coming out, it's never easy. I mean, I think it's easier now than it was, you know, ten years ago, yeah. twenty years ago, 40, 50 years ago. Of course, but. There's still parts of it that, depending on your relationship with your parents, you never truly know, how are my parents really going to take this? And to say those words, because it is life-changing, because it can either go a really good way, right? It can. It can go a really good way where it's going to be accepted and you're going to breathe easy. But then once you do come out, it's just not one day, because then it's coming out to friends and more friends and, you know, everybody. But if it's not taken well, your parents... And it happens even to this day. Some kids are
0: kicked out of the house. I don't believe that it's going to get easier even in the future, like to come out just because it's almost like racism when you say, you know, like, oh, in 20 years, those people are going to die and they're not going to be. No, those people already infect other people Mm -hmm. with racism, you know? And that that is
2: why we still have to fight for the struggle for equality. And we still have to have Pride Month and Pride parades because a lot of straight people at the, a lot of times say like, why do you have to have a, a parade? We should, maybe we should have a straight parade. Well, you know <laughs> what? When you are <laughs> being like bashed, when you have people who literally want to make laws to take your rights away, you can have a parade. Yeah. You can fight for your rights. Yeah, We exactly. have to do that every single day. In fact, I thought of that coming to the Pride last year week. Uh And when I was writing my speech, what I was going to say, I was debating whether to keep it light or, you know, to get political. And I was like, well, there's so much going on right now. How can it not be political? How can (laughs) I not say things? But you know what? At the same time, I was in my house and I literally said to myself out loud, I said, damn it, I'm 63 years old. I'm tired of this I'm tired. I'm sorry. Right? Can I say that? Beep. But I did. I, I literally said, "beat." there's the beat. But I said that out loud. I'm tired of this. We still yeah. have to freaking fight. And I think that's important for everybody because here
1: at the community center, which is fantastic, working with Positive Images. Yes. Another I love amazing it. nonprofit org up in we Santa love Rosa. love Positive
2: Images. What
1: was created was the Queer Art Club, which came yes. out of Self-Expression Camp, but now it's queer art camp. So we're creating this space where kids can have the space to explore through radical self-expression, be exposed to all the arts, but be here. So it's not just a safe place, but I think a lot of kids too don't understand that, that you have to keep on going. Almost sometimes some of them, I feel like, feel this, it's just maybe a little easier, but maybe not. I don't yeah, know. And, seems... and you know what? And
2: I'm hoping that and I believe and so. Continue, that 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 the, yeah. that the youth of today, that today's generation, that they're listening. Yeah, I mean, it's in the news all the time now. What DeSantis is doing in Florida, Tennessee, and all the bans and all the banning books, you know about it. You can't talk about it in schools. Like trying to erase the history, trying to erase who they were and who they are. So that's going to make it harder for kids to come out. That's going to be more hurtful. And suicide rates are going to go up because of things like that.
1: I mean, I feel for them. I feel really lucky. And I've seen how much it's grown here in Sonoma as well. You know, I had a best friend in high school and he's a lone soldier. But he changed a lot of people's minds, Mm -hmm. which was fantastic and then just to see how it's changed in the last 10 years is yeah. is wonderful. So that yeah. is here. I mean, as you said, it is a Mecca. And I love that that's yeah. more inclusive in Sonoma County. Yeah, and I can't California tell you, I had a general. few
2: people at the Pride Flag Raising Ceremony last week who actually said to me, like, this is so great. I never thought I'd see this in my town. I grew up it's here wonderful. and I never thought that I would see something yeah. like this going on. Yes. So that is great.
1: And Gary, and thank you you because you've really been a leader of that and a voice to make it comfortable for people to know this is a place where they can come to yourself.
2: Yeah. Thank
1: thank you. you. Thank
2: you. I know. I I love that. And it's really important to me. It's important to keep that going. And especially now, especially now.
1: I have a great video of you. I know you didn't want to like lead it, but when we were walking in the procession
2: oh, yeah.
1: with the young man that was carrying the with flag. Diego, and Diego, yes. Yeah, Diego, great artist. He wanted, Loved that he kid. wanted to
2: lead the parade, yes, you yeah, know, yes, that, 10 years old. Since he
1: was little, he's <laughs> definitely, he's a fantastic kid. But let's talk about little Gary where were you born?
2: <laughs> little Gary. Where's Little Gary from? Little Gary, yes. Born That's in, not an indeed. Born in New York. Okay. Born in New York. I'm a New Yorker. Where from? Yes. In New well, York. I grew up on Long Island. Okay. Right, okay. On Long Island. Which right uh, part? Because I used to live there as well. So uh, did Just you? curious. Yeah. <laughs> right outside the city. Valley okay. Stream. I was in the uh, Woodmere the Five Towns, as it was known. All right. Back right. them. Yeah. But then spent most of my young adult life in Manhattan.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How was that? I mean, what were you like as a kid? Wanted were you know, shy know when, or, when I, or were you a I was shy. shatterbox?
2: So was I. Is I was that hard very, to believe? I know everyone it says that about me. Shy. And I was, I was okay, I very shy. Way? But, you know, for me, it was definitely the gay thing because I knew yeah. I was different. I felt different. I didn't know what exactly it was. I did, really didn't. I just knew I felt different. Um, When was that? Until eighth grade, when I fell in love with my eighth grade high school science, earth science teacher, Mr. Deitch. He was so handsome. (laughs) Uh. But that's when, I mean, I was called when I was young. I knew it was a bad word, of course, but I didn't exactly know what it meant. I just knew it was bad. I knew that was bad. So, of course, that made me retreat. and I was very inward and very shy and didn't have a lot of friends. And it really wasn't until college that I broke out of my shell. And I think it was because I left yeah. that community where I was and went someplace else where nobody knew me. And I just was able to sort of start breaking out of my shell. New and York. that's when I became more of my own person and that to me was the most important aspect of college, more so than learning anything else. That part of college for me was me becoming me. It was that breakthrough.
1: I think everybody needs to experience that. When I lived in New York, I think that was a time to, to get away from Sonoma. i had been here since eighth grade. You know, I'd moved and come back, yeah, but it was a place where you could reinvent away. yourself. Everybody needs to experience that because you really find the true essence of who you are. You don't have... What do my parents think? Right. What will the local blah 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 think? Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like everybody just needs to have that moment from a way to go experience that good Exa- and exactly. bad, you know?
2: Yeah. So yay. And so so that was really my more coming out years. Well, it didn't really come out until after college, though. A few people knew, but not my family, my parents, not until I was almost I think it was twenty three, twenty four. Wow. Okay. Yeah. After.
1: How did your parents take that?
2: They were wonderful. I mean, of course, I was nervous and worried about it and thought like, oh my God. Maybe they knew
0: and they were just waiting for you.
2: Oh, oh yeah, they did. They knew. Yeah. Yeah, they knew. And I think there was a part of them that was maybe hoping, well, maybe not because he hasn't told us. Yeah. Right. So it was more of them waiting for me to say it. Mm -hmm. And I was one of the fortunate ones, one of the fortunate ones, no doubt about it, who I never felt anything but love from them. And I know even... At the end of their lives, you know, I lost my parents, uh, my mother, 10 years, my father, seven or something. But I know, I know how proud they were of me and how much I was making a difference within the gay community here in Sonoma. And what I was doing, they were really, really proud of that. Good. Do you have any brothers or sisters? I do. I have one brother and one sister. Oh, but I'm the baby. The I'm the lineup. baby.
1: Oh, you're the baby. <laughs> <laughs> see, yeah, Babies always kind of get lucky, in my opinion, of the lineup. They're like, see ya. Like, my youngest brother lives in Greece. It kind of get out of that, like, role division a little bit, so...
2: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't
0: know. know. But yeah, I'm, I'm the, we, the little baby. The little baby get a special treatment all the time. That's, That's right. what people say, la- right? We get one, special you know? treatment. The
2: last one. I'm trying to remember. I don't know. I don't. I never felt that way that I got special treatment. I don't That's know. That's so funny. Okay. I have to ask my brother or sister. They'll probably tell you, yes, yeah. he did.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think there were so many. There's four of us and I had all brothers and I'm the oldest. I'm like, I got away with.
0: I, I know everything
1: I, by the time. I know my little
0: one age. can say anything to me and do anything to me, and I just look at him and go, "All right, come on, come on, come on." <laughs> you know. You. Or even when he wants something, he'll ask uh, mom, and mom is like, "No," and then he turns around, he's like, "Dad," and I go, "Sure, man." Oh, <laughs> oh, you're a little <laughs> softy <here's> a good <laughs> there. A little Actually, softy. You don't know when it comes to the- my little one, yes, Corrado, yeah.
1: this is his nature. Okay, when one, you huh? came on board, we had scholarships at that time. He was like Oprah. And I'm like, you get one, you get one. I love that. (laughs) You
2: get a scholarship. You get a scholarship. We got good cop, bad cop relationship (laughs)
1: here. Lucky.
2: Thank ah, you, thank you. Got That's her. good. You we need got that. Things. That yin yang thing works. Exactly. It
1: works.
2: <laughs> I like <laughs> it. Get I it like done. it. Mm-hmm.
1: So when you were there, outside of your life, you're living, was this in New York where you live in in the prime 70s, 80s?
2: I was in New York in the 80s.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: The what 80s, were you doing all the way for work? I moved here near the end of 94. Okay. 95 is when I moved to Sonoma. And, uh. I was in the restaurant biz. Okay. I was in the... I fell into the restaurant biz. That's its own fun. Yeah. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I take it as I was the 80s. New York was like part of its heyday until, of course, AIDS happened. But it definitely was like an amazing time oh my god you made the money you made the money you made and that time we didn't even have to declare it you know all cash tips you didn't have to declare the money and oh my god all i remember is good times we yeah we would go out after work you know and have all this money in your pocket (laughs) and and we'd go out and then all i know is i'd wake up the next morning and you'd be like where'd all that money go that i made last night Hmm. Mm. But you know, whatever it was, all it was, it was. We'll fun. make it again tonight. It was fun, right. We'll make it again. Tonight. We'll do it again. That was. What was
1: the catalyst for you to move out to California?
2: My partner at the time got a job in Marin as a, he was in the a teacher. Okay, special
0: ed. You I married a special teacher from science. That's, no. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I
2: wish. <laughs> I wish. <laughs>
1: There's something to that because now that I look back at it, my first crush, I guess, was John Schneider from. Dukes of Hazzard had Hazard. blonde hair, right? <laughs> they didn't all look like that. But Jesse had that surfer kind of, he has that vibe, right? And I'm like, hmm. Hmm. hmm.
2: Everybody has of a type. Of course, you know. They do. They do. We all have our types.
1: Yeah. But then I had Duran Duran with my other crushes and Simon LeBond was apparently gay enough because I dumped him for Nick
2: Rhodes,
0: <laughs> <laughs> which was my favorite. <laughs> So. Oh my God! Oh
1: man, I love yeah, it. Yeah, so that's
2: how I ended up here. So you okay. he got a job here, and so you know, being in the in the hospitality business, I can get a job anywhere. And food and wine, hello, wine country. I mean, I did go kicking and screaming. Yeah, it took me about nine months to say yes. And then it was kicking and screaming to come out here.
1: Definitely change the pace. Definitely (laughs) change the pace. Oh my God.
2: I was ready to go out for dinner. Let's go for dinner. It's nine o'clock. Let's go. No. It was like uh everything's closed?
0: Yeah. What are you doing? You got
1: one hour left at the Swiss Hotel outside. Right. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) Tumbleweed's at eight o'clock right here.
2: Especially back in (laughs) those days. Definitely it was like tumbleweeds. Definitely no doubt about it. I remember the first time going to a movie theater here at our movie theater that we don't have anymore. Uh But going to the movie theater there and it was the opening of interview with a vampire right Ooh. tom cruise oh, yeah. movie tom cruise. tom cruise movie i'm like that. okay Dan, we gotta go Let's and get, get bit, to, no? like you know if you go to the movies in new york you go especially opening weekend it's lines you go an hour beforehand i'm like okay let's go let's go let's go let's get <laughs> out let's go let's go we get to the theater and i'm like nobody, nobody was here. there huh? and i was like maybe we have the time wrong and so i walked up <laughs> to the box office and said oh it doesn't start for an hour I'm like, That's
1: so funny. I think I went to the same weekend. I was like, "Let's go do this" because I liked Anne Rice novels, and sure enough, you get there, and <laughs> know, there really
2: I'm like, here. "Oh!" And then I learned you here. You can get to the movies. So, you know, like two minutes before the movie begins, yeah, yeah, and yeah. walk right in. Bring your burrito. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I bring my burrito. Out of the time I know, yeah. me too. So uh, now
2: they're not there. Yeah. Anymore. So it definitely it took time getting used to. Life is a journey, and definitely. That move led me down a path that I never imagined. Did I yeah. ever imagine living in a rural town here of Sonoma? So you moved here in 95, 96? It was 94, the 94. end of 94, by uh, nice. September.
0: Beautiful times. I was here too.
2: Yeah, it was September
0: 94. Beautiful time. Wow. Yeah. We were here at the same time. Same path.
1: Did you come about that same time? Yeah,
0: I was I was here, but I was only like... Ten years old.
2: Oh yeah, I was a little little bit older. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't flowery. I was (laughs) fifteen, and they laugh. (laughs) This this interview's over.
1: (laughs) Ninety-four. I think I was here. I don't know. It's floating everywhere. I think might have been Marin and Berkeley. But it is.
2: Yeah. But it's funny that you know life is a journey, and you go down different paths. Different doors open and or close, and. It's been so far an amazing.
0: It's it's, it's funny because ninety four here was like a Hick town here. I mean, they were just cowboys and you know these cows everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, so wow. A little
2: punk rock. Being gay in that
0: time here, I don't know. Yeah,
2: but you know, I found the community rather quickly. Yeah. We find each other. Okay. You know, we gravitate towards each other. Ah. You know, we're out and you give that look. I know you know that I know that you know no. that I know. That you, are. you know, we know, we know. Okay. Want to meet go for drinks? (laughs) 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 So, yeah, I mean, just we found community. And like I said, like I was saying, that community just continued to grow, though. Just grew and grew and grew continually until, like I said, I had the impetus to leave the restaurant business and start this other business.
1: Yeah, it's huge now.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I and love so it. and, it, and I, I yeah, really feel
1: like you've made a mark on this town. I mean, yeah. I know you didn't do it alone, but I out in the vineyard had a lot to do with it of bringing. I mean, I wonder how many people have moved here. Just like, oh, this is a really wonderful place to be after visiting. My sponsor,
2: you know, Sotheby's Realty is one of my sponsors, and you know, and they they love being a part of that weekend and being yeah. there representing Sotheby's, and they have they have sold homes to people, second homes to people or first homes. Yeah. It's a good thing.
1: Well, it's nice. I love it. It just seems like every year it gets a little bit more. It's better. I see a lot more flags. We have yeah. some beautiful banners that are in, in front of the community I center. Love that it. I love up. it. I took yeah. a
2: picture, took a selfie of me walking in here yes. so I can promote it because it's beautiful out there. Yeah,
1: I love those. They're huge and beautiful and they take up the whole building and I think yeah, it's a wonderful I love thing to them, say. They're that absolutely great. Everybody is and, welcome here.
2: And it just exactly that's what it shows. That's what we need. That's what we want to show that everyone's welcome. We welcome diversity here. That's what we want in the community. We want to see the differences and celebrate the differences and that's what's so important.
1: I agree. And this is a wonderful place to find that voice and what is it? So Gary, let's just imagine this. You oh. actually had a minute, a little time on your hands. Oh, like oh my gosh, maybe I feel like crafting or doing art or painting or doing. What would you do if you had time here? Or is that not really your jam? And you'd start a podcasting or communications class with Takeshi. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, well, maybe, maybe that. No, well, cooking, cooking,
1: cooking.
2: Okay. cooking.
1: So I'm going to just let Gerardo open up this word now. What's for lunch? What are you liking? What are you eating these
2: days? Oh, well, Gay Wine Weekend's coming up. I'm trying to eat salad. <laughs> I hear ya. Uh, you know, and as we get close to the Gay Wine Weekend, you know, the days before, it's li- literally a tick, tick. Well, a Tic Tac. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, I'll just have a Tic thank you. <laughs> oh my God. You gotta split that.
2: It's a model uh, diet. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Once in a while, I do a kiwi diet. Oh, a kiwi diet. Yeah, i yeah. Done that one. I eat everything except kiwi.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like of, you're a man after my own heart with that one. With
1: these guys, I tell you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a battle all the time because I love food. And I have to admit, okay, I have a sweet tooth. So I like oh. sweets. And that's my, can really be a downfall for me.
0: Is it a, like a gay thing where you have to like be fit all the time? <laughs> <laughs> to be oh, honest, like, well, I I, know, I, I, it's I see in, a lot of gay friends and they're all fit. They're all they're they're fit. All fit. And Don't I'm you like, hate them? I'm like, where's the the, I just fat thought they were all here?
2: young. Uh, no, you know, I, I have a theory. I have a theory. And I haven't ever seen really statistics on <laughs> it. Because I have thought about what is it that has made gay men, especially gay men, like the gym's really important. Yeah. Being really fit. And there's nothing, that there's anything wrong with being healthy and fit. It's a good thing. But I think really my mind, what I really think attribute that to is that because of what constantly being knocked down in life, I think the gay community at some point going back to the seventies found the gym and found that working out and being fit and creating this and getting healthy, creating this great, beautiful, hot, sexy body.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I love it.
2: You know, me too. <laughs> oh. um, you know, that it made you feel Better and maybe gave you more stature out there that you may put me down. You may try and fight against everything that I am.
0: But if I want, I can I'm take beautiful. your woman but, away. But,
2: but, but, no. <laughs> but, but yeah, but but look at me. Look how yes. good I look. I'm not saying that that's yeah the truth, but I think that that is part of it. I definitely think that's part of it, and that the gay community did find going to the gym was a good thing for their own ego and their own self worth.
1: I also think it's more definitely don't want to typecast anything, but, and I'm comparing apples to oranges, which is my surfer husband (laughs) compared to my other friends. There's just more of an appreciation for beauty and health and taking care, you know, just the, the gorgeousness of life, yeah, and appreciating yeah. And the but, fun right. of but life. But right, but the bottom you know? line
2: is that we come in all yeah, shapes and sizes, exactly. like yeah, everybody exactly. else. Okay. Yes, maybe you see that a lot out there, but the truth is, as gay men and women uh, and bisexuals and transgender, comes in everybody all shapes has to deal and with sizes. Getting
1: older <laughs> and gravity, gravity wins. Right,
2: <laughs> and the metabolism that just
1: disappears. Exactly, <laughs> I got that.
0: All right.
1: So you didn't really actually answer. What flavors are you
0: after in? game Tuesday?
1: Yeah, yeah. you-
2: well, I mean, I really do love Mediterranean food. So falafel for lunch sometimes. I mm. really do love falafel. So I absolutely do love that. What's your favorite
0: <gasps> but, place to go? Well, right now spread. Spread here. Right. Oh, that's it. Oh, spread her
2: Christine as well. So now it's accessible. It doesn't yeah. matter where I can get it all the time here now. Nice. So it's yeah. great. Her falafels are some of the best I've ever had. Her dirty fries. And so, you Don't know. Don't eat I'm,
1: that I, until after. I haven't ha- <laughs> never. I
2: have not had the dirty They're fries. Like... I have not had them. And, you know, I have to, you know, for lunch though also, I really do like sometimes just like, sometimes my cravings will be for a tuna fish sandwich. Oh, Nice. You know, and sometimes even I do love chicken salad, even putting that in a salad or on a sandwich. Those are some of my go-tos for lunch.
1: What was your meal when you're young? Is there something that comes back from your childhood that you're like, oh,
2: comfort food. Well, you know, my mother was a really good cook. Okay. She was a great cook. And I love, that's where I got my love for cooking and for food was just watching my mother cook and helping her always my whole life. And um, the comfort food for me from growing up was probably my mother's chicken parmesan. She made this made her own sauce and oh, you know yeah. and then helping her bread the chicken and it's dredging it and right? frying it and putting the sauce and the cheese on top and melting it is definitely comfort food for me, as well as probably even just because we always celebrated all the holidays at the house, so being Jewish, we had all the Jewish holidays were at our house and having brisket and, you know, mm-hmm. chicken matzo ball soup and those things. I guess they're comfort food for me in the sense that they bring back memories to me. Yeah, They bring back so many memories and family memories of growing up and times that whenever I'm, when now when I, because I, I will do the holidays at my house now all the time, Literally, when I'm cooking all that kind of food, I think of my relatives and my parents and, you know, all those people who are long gone now, but it makes me think of them. And I love that.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to miss out since this month. All of a sudden, all these Italian chefs, cookbook. book, Lisa Love Jettos having, I mean, she's cooking like five things, favorites. Italian favorites this oh, weekend. So <laughs> yeah, quite <laughs> a bit of culinary then. coming down the way, <laughs> coming down the line. Wow, I love it. Okay, we're always doing this podcast usually before lunch, so that's why we naturally go in. Well, and now but now like it's before, before dinner.
2: dinner. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. I actually, went now talking about it, I was thinking, where am I going for dinner tonight? Oh, no. a what am I going to have for dinner tonight? You're a Tic Tac, a, a Tic Tac. <laughs> <A tick-tack>. damn, <laughs> damn it! I hope it's orange flavor. I may have two. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> green and but you orange. know, with my metabolism, two Tic Tacs I'll gain weight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Gary, another thing I can't tell you. This is kind of how I met you. I've always known you but yeah you're such a joy to work with you're the master uh, of ceremonies of the I trash love, and fashion sonoma yeah it's so and, much
2: fun and i love doing that because i know it's supporting yeah. the work that you all do here at the community yes, center and so really, i love being a part of it in that sense so. yeah
1: you bring it to life and thank you for supporting me this year it's my first time kind of talking on stage in front of well, not, I wouldn't say that many people just in that fashion. And you the did Community it. Center, you brought so, it. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I can do you it, but it. thank you for the support because you really. I'm mean, no, God, if Gary can do it for three hours, <laughs> just over and over. Like, how do you not trip on all those? Uh, you know, those wonderful <laughs> descriptions. I have so much feedback that you really make it for what it is because of your oh, liveliness nice. and oh. off-the-cuff things. So,
2: oh, that's wonderful. Don't go anywhere.
1: <laughs> hey, one last thing. You got a little toe dipped in Ben Oregon.
2: I do, yes. Yeah, uh, my partner and I just built a house there. Wow. Right. Are you right? leaving us?
1: Or no, just, no, no. Know? I know everyone
2: says, oh, you can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> you can't leave. But no, no, no. It, but Being able to go back and forth is really nice. And even though I have, this is going to be hysterical, even though, you know, I've said like, you know, no, 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 no. no, no. I'm not getting involved in, but I'm not getting involved in band. It's already happening.
1: <laughs> of course. What do you got going on up there?
2: Well, I don't know. I may actually do a one a dinner in the fall. This restaurant... To a friend of mine that I met asked me just last two weeks ago when I was up there, you know, if you want to do a winemaker dinner, and I know somebody would really want to do it, so you know, we started just talking about it, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. And then the funniest thing that happened is I get an Instagram message from a woman who owns this great, believe it or not, popcorn store there in Bend. Did she not smell popcorn when we were coming
1: up here? I did. She makes amazing
2: different flavors of popcorn that I've never had before. And it's amazing. But anyway, she messages me because we started talking a lot, yapping back and forth in the store and everything like that. So then what does she do? Because, you know, because she Instagram messaged me. I want to do something for pride and support an organization. Can you tell me what organizations I should support? I was like, oh, that's so funny that she's reaching out to me. (laughs) <laughs> I've just moved there like and not moved there I mean I just like started going there really on a regular basis the last six months but I'm like okay I guess I'm like you yeah. know making a mark Wait, is okay.
1: this is this how it starts for you People I think say, so you know and you have a little chat you talk about something yeah. good next thing you know you're throwing a whole event around I l- it I love ideas I, uh-huh. I love ideas and oh,
2: no. like, you know seeing an idea come to fruition yes. I love that so I think so but Good. Yeah. Good.
1: Here's my idea. Next year, we're doing it again. We'll start down at the community center and raise our banners and hey, take it on down to the And take hall. it on
2: down. <laughs> and I want to see, we're going to do a rainbow crosswalk around across Broadway. I want to do that next year. Yes. So there's goals. It. There's things, things yeah. to do, things to do. Oh, man. <laughs> Gary,
1: anything else you want to share with us? Besides oh, my God.
2: I think we did a lot. We wow. did. We did. Well, I no, this was this was great. I mean, it, it, it? I, I went down memory now, lane. Know,
0: the only thing that I would say is once you pass your little diet thing, you know, yeah. <laughs> and if you want to have some tacos, really good tacos. Oh, here
1: we go. This is our unofficial. Really sponsor. good
0: tacos. You go to Costa Tacos. Where's Costa Tacos? Costa Tacos is located on Mondays by the barking <laughs> dog, Tuesday at the Starling. Um, Starling, Starling, Bar. Starling, Starling Bar, Wednesday, Starling Bar, Thursday's off. Friday they go back to the Spring Brewery, and Saturday. Oh,
1: oh, they're also at the Friday Farmers Market too.
0: Yeah, that's right. In oh, the morning. Are they Our unofficial kind should
2: sponsor. Okay, sponsored. so they're what nights are they Starling Bar them?
0: Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, I'm gonna tonight. be over there tonight. That's tonight. <laughs> After this, I'm gonna some tacos. Oh, maybe I'll go get a taco. Yeah, they're delicious. <laughs> the best. Best tacos out there. I wonder if they make a tic tac taco. A tic
2: <laughs> tac <TikTok, TikTok>, taco, tic tac taco,
1: tic tac tacos at the Twilight Tea Dance. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Extra cilantro <laughs> on that tic <TikTok>, tac, please. <laughs> Say that ten times fast. <laughs>
1: exactly. Just ask good... for
0: everything except the tortilla. Don't have to, Don't don't get right, the carbohydrate. Right, that's right.
2: Well, that's my thing. That when I go, when I do go for Mexican
0: food these days, I do the burrito in a bowl. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like except I think you're eating beans and and rice. That's carbs too. So. True. But they're healthy ones. Are you sure?
1: Beans you gotta, beer. You got to like yeah. weigh out when you're doing like low carb or something like that. You're all, you know, well, if I you really want to do it, just do it on the lettuce.
0: <laughs> lettuce. <laughs> Tacos on the lettuce. Uh, yeah. lettuce wraps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That's well, a good thing too. Well,
1: Costa's is very meaty. That's why oh, you You know like what?
0: It. I love Costa. Costa's <laughs> <so> delicious.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hmm. I'm, I'm thinking about it. the whole time I was sitting here, I was thinking... Man, when are we going to be done? I, we'll I want to get tacos. <laughs> I want to get tacos. I think
1: we're going to wrap it up pretty soon. We're going to get tacos. <laughs> I know. We are going to get tacos, folks. And just if you are talking about tacos, am I not right that they may be here for our Kabani Jazz event on June 22nd? Maybe, or- but
0: no. We couldn't get them. They're super busy because they yeah. do other places. So we are having somebody else. But, you know, we we'll give it a try. It's going to be super
1: fun. June 22nd, Kabani Jazz. Yes, Kabani
0: Jazz. Come and join us.
1: Exactly. On the back patio, community center, a little part of our summer series, music.
0: Tacos we'll have and chairs, corn, tacos, and, I think and salsa
1: dancing lessons. Ooh. You name it. So
2: <laughs> yeah. there you go. Cool, fun. Yeah. I love what you guys do here. You do so. Much, it offers such a great variety of.
1: We'll talk about the concept programs. department. Every time there's a meeting, it's like here's another event, and another class, and another thing. So you <laughs> know, don't they have a VIP
0: section too for the cabaret? There Kevini is VIP
1: tickets, and which is fantastic, and that will be out in Secret Garden. The MC is taking care of that, our director. Yeah. Oh, yeah, our pizza oven. So we have a yeah. pizza oven that we built oh. out there. Oh, really? Is yeah. that much new? we just actually, yes. Hello, just this you month. do so we, pizza just went parties. For, we went for a test run a yeah, couple we did. weeks ago. Oh, Staffed it's delicious. It. He made the dough, fantastically delicious. And yeah, more pizza parties and places to rent. And Gerardo, maybe it'll be... Pizza, pizza and Pinot
2: yourself. should be here. We're definitely Pizza, Pinot, and Painting.
1: There mm-hmm. are
2: coming Someone's up. Someone's trying to steal the idea and take it back, but it ain't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying.
1: Well, the secret garden behind here is, it's a
0: secret. It's a Nobody secret. Even it's does a it. it secret garden, of Marley. Not yeah. anymore. No, that's a great space to
2: gather and space, do yeah. something like that.
1: Exactly. And then, there, the rest of us idea. will be Make dancing on the back yeah, yeah, of body, <laughs> right? Oh, believe me. I'm not the first one that has all these ideas. It's really funny, too. If you look back in the history, a lot of these ideas are on repeat. I see these old history books. We did the 70th year, uh-huh. So I went down the rabbit yeah. hole, and I'm like, oh, yeah, we weren't the first one that did that, but it goes through flavors and always yeah, going to have something you raise, to do with
2: it. Great to reincarnate things yeah. and bring things back, you know, always.
1: Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Shall we break for tacos? Taco
0: break. Taco Taco break. Taco Tuesday. It is Taco Tuesday. It is Taco Tuesday.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I just thought of that. All right. right. Well, this was fun. Thank you. Thank Thank you, you, Gary, for coming and and
1: sharing.